inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. And we're two siblings who happen to be blind. Outlook. Radio Western. I try to help other people, but when it comes to myself, I help everyone else, and when it comes to me, I didn't want anyone to know my personal problems because I was scared that they were laughing at me. Good morning, Outlook listeners. This Monday morning, happy Volunteer Week. And that was a quote from someone who's done a lot of volunteering. Oh, yes. I didn't even realize it was uh, Volunteer Week this well, week. Well, it's, so it's, for... it's not a big thing on your calendar, exactly. Yeah, there's just so many days now, which is yeah. which is good. It recognizes well, all these things. Week. and This is a week, right? So there's days, there's weeks with all sorts of themes now. So it, it is good because it brings awareness to these things that we talk about all the time, but uh, it's good to have a specific time to focus on them. Yeah, and of course, Radio Western, um, a lot of volunteers here, and so... I guess we say that to you too, as we notice the campus is sort of emptying out. Yeah, it's hard to, been out of school now since 2017, I guess, out of uh, college. So it's just hard to remember that it ends at the end of April already. I was like, wow, it's quieter in here. Oh yeah. (laughs) So good luck to everyone, uh, all the students here at at Western University with studying and exams and uh, all that fun stuff. Maybe it's almost over. Well, probably I think it's a bit of time, but. But uh, yeah, we're back live. And last week we had a pre-record because our guest uh, lives in Australia. Yeah, time change made it a little hard to do that one live, but that's all good. We also have the option to do pre-record. So thanks again to Mary Bell Steele for coming on the show. Freelance writer, speaker, wrote the book. Blindness for Beginners. Right, so definitely go look up Mary Bell Steele. Yeah, if, if you know anybody in your life who's newly going blind, uh, there are so many places you can go for some resources, but... Yeah, or check out the episode from last week if you missed it. Outlook yeah. on Radio Western on all podcast services. Yeah, but like I was saying, I started that sh- with that clip off the sh- top of the show there because I just wanted to showcase our guest today, her her devotion to causes and just helping others. Um, I wrote an article for her recently, and I put some of her quotes in there, but today we get to talk to her directly, so that'll be good. Yeah, so I think she's anxiously waiting to to speak here. So uh, welcome to Outlook today, Nancy Gill. Go ahead. Thank you. We can Thank hear you. Thank you for having me on today. We're so happy to have you on. You know, We know you're a very devoted listener of this show. You're always sending me a message after the show airs, letting me know what you think of the episode. Yes, it helps me out because it's being deaf and blind and it listening to someone that can inspire me and you guys are doing a wonderful job and I really love coming home at 8 o'clock in the morning just to turn on the radio on Monday morning. You guys inspire me. Keep up the good work. Well, back at you. Yeah, absolutely. You're very ins- inspiring for us too. And again, it's one of those things for, for blindness we say sometimes like, oh, we're not always talking about, oh, you're everything's so inspiring. But, inspiring. but at the yeah, same point, inspiring. like there is, you do get that to some degree, especially in the community and to, to meet somebody, Nancy, like you, who is, who's a bit older than I am and to be, to have your, the, just sort of the energy you have to really learn new things and, and, and keep, keep moving along with the times and learn all the technology and all of this stuff is really admirable because 
I find that some older people, you know, as you get older, it's sometimes it's for anyone. It's hard to sometimes keep up with everything, and sometimes it's easy to kind of just be like, oh, I don't even, I can't do this. I give up. And but you're just, you don't seem like that type of person at all. It's true, but I do give up. But I'm, I try to be as strong as I can because you know our children. I have two um, siblings. My daughter Chantel is twenty thirty seven, and Nathan twenty five. And asking them to help me is like, oh no, you guys are now moved out. I'm all alone, and I. I go through frustration because I'm deaf and blind and I don't know all the new technology and having me learning things all over again. It's hard. I just turned 61 and, you know, I was so happy and then I finally got a, I, they say I had a mini stroke last week, last month and it really put me back because wow. I'm starting all over again. And, you know, it's a struggle. It's very struggling. And now I want to be strong and positive outlook and be strong and I can show everyone that I can do things without asking for things. It takes a time, but it's learning step by step. And yeah. listening to you on the radio station, it makes me feel courage that I could do and I could hear other people doing a little bit better and it gives me courage that I could do much better. <laughs> but no, nobody wants to have a false positivity, right? Like not, you're not always going to be doing well or, or, or feeling okay. And yeah. outlook doesn't have to be a positive outlook every time. Sometimes it's just what life's dealt, dealt you and it can be hard. So we don't, like, inspiring things is confusing in that way because it's like, it, it almost white, you know, erases some people's um, yeah. understanding that we all go through so much in life. That Yeah, I think it's easy for people to have a very, sometimes on the, on the surface it can be, oh, everything is, you know, I think a lot of the philosophy that we've talked about with, uh, the past few years on this show about blind blind people can do just about anything and blindness doesn't hold us back. Well, in reality, there is some truth to that. The reality also is that we do have difficulties and things can be difficult. And it's also okay to admit that we don't always have to be like, oh, we have to do everything on our own. And we, you know, it's all imp- important that we all help each other and we all work together is the big thing. Well, that's, that's good. And, and it does help me out. And later when I was younger, I, I didn't have that I was wearing a hearing aid at the age of four and five, grade um, four and five, and I would just it was just awful because I couldn't see or hear anything, and and uh, you know my like my mom kept saying I can't understand what you're saying, and then when I got older, I really didn't know how to read or write because I was faking my blindness and my deafness. Well, actually, my deafness first because my deaf came first, and you know try to listen to everyone. And today I would get nervous because what if I can't hear? And and yeah. but now I feel confident. I can you know just listen and you know speak slower. I do speak fast, but that's so do we. My yeah, anyway, I think we speak fast sometimes too. But I think you know we, it's something we all work on. And and you you sound pretty uh, relaxed today, Nancy. So you don't sound like you're talking too fast. <laughs> Thank you. So there you go. But uh, I guess we should mention then. So, so you're calling in from from whereabouts in Canada, Nancy, to let our listeners know. What's that, there? Whereabouts in Canada are you are you calling us? I'm from, from Victor- Vancouver, BC, Burnaby. Burnaby, BC. I've been here for oh my god, my daughter's 37, almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. In Burnaby, I love it here. It, it, away from Victoria, where my hometown is. Away from everyone. <laughs> Oh, your your hometown is Victoria. I don't know if I yeah. I was raised and born in Victoria. Oh. I went to Tommy School, Vic High, and SJ, or SJ Vic High. Hmm. I graduated, and yeah, I thought I graduated. <laughs> but you did talk about school being difficult, right? Because people yeah, didn't understand was, what you needed. Well, I 
I was struggling a lot. It it was it was hard because I couldn't hear, and you know the teacher would put me in the front seat, and I was wearing these. I don't know how do you say these. Um, you put these. Like people wear them when they go under the tunnel. Those big big hearing aids, that, <laughs> and they were laughing at me, putting me down, and I I was getting. Back then, we didn't know what the word bulliness was, and they said that they're, I was getting picked on because the teacher was favoring me, but really they weren't because I was trying to listen to the teacher and do everything perfect, and like, I wasn't. Yeah. I struggled through classes. It was hard. And until I got older, I decided to go into band and thinking band would help me out, but I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't know how to read and write, and, and it was really difficult because I would always want to read my stories to my children, and, you know, I, I wish I would. Because of my disability, I didn't want anyone to know what my problem was. And But when I got older, I realized that I need to start doing this because now I've got a granddaughter and I'd like to read stories to her, but now I'm starting to learn doing Braille. So when she becomes graduates at the age of 20, I'll be 80 at the time I start learning my stuff. And I could at least read to her. <laughs> but oh. like I said, it's really difficult. I'm trying to reduce Braille. It's really hard. And, yeah, know, it's... That's something we talk about a lot on this show is Braille and how, how important it is. But at the same point, it is a, diff- a difficult thing, especially, you know, learning something like that later on in life. Even to give, attempt learning it is is a big step. So I just, I really do, you know, I think I think it's so great that you are trying the best you can. And that's all we can do, right, is, is just try. And, and you're definitely doing that, so... And trying to get out of the house is uh, difficult for me because I've never used my cane properly. And after I got hit by a car with my cane, I just felt like life was over. And I don't like living in the house. I want to be out there with people. And I started getting involved with all my with my um, work I was doing, volunteering and everything else. And and I felt like I need to be out of this house. I, but even though people would pick me up, take me places, but I still that fear that going out the door. And that's how I met Elizabeth from Canadian Federation of the Blind. I wanted to know, um, you know, I always had to hide my cane. I I was always scared of showing people my identity and, and, you know, and now I need it. (laughs) Now I'm 61 and everyone's gone away and I can't sit in the house all day long. And it it keeps you safe and you've had some training how to use it since then? Not yet. Mm -hmm. No, because of the COVID. Yeah, it's hard the last couple of years, I guess, for cane training because it's... You can't really do cane training virtually, I guess. You need to be in person, right? Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> makes it hard. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if maybe you started before the pandemic, maybe. Yeah, it's been a lot. But I do get myself involved. I'm involved with the... Um, I do... I work for um, a company for Camp Bowen. It's a deaf... A, a blind deaf... National Roundtable, and I got I do a seniors group, and it's fifty five and up, and you know it's helping me give some tips and research on what we can discuss, and I'm involved with that. It's really helping me because I'm helping other people and giving me courage that I can do all the research and share it with everyone. And I would love to get information from other people to come to our group and show them what we're all about because you know seniors, it's it's. I learned the hard way, but I like to show people, hey, we can do this. Like, you know, there's so much out there. We can get lots of resources out there and someone to come to our guest speaker online. And, you know, it's fun to have something and having listened to you guys on the radio station. It makes me feel so I could do it. And that, that's what I want to do today is help our seniors. And we're not alone. And, you know, there's so much to learn. We yeah. don't need to stay at home. And, you know, there's, there's techniques yeah, like and that's- Zoom and... 
and virtual. We can, you know, we'd have to go places. We can just sit on our phone and stay in our pajamas all day. But I like to dress up and tell everyone what I'm wearing today and how exciting it is. Yeah, well, we're going to get into the the convention at some point here, and you're you're being the being the door prize lady as you like to go by sometimes, and just how how much fun and how how well you get into that that role of of giving out prizes, and and that just really ties into your your love for helping out other people and volunteering and and being involved, and and uh, I just think that's so great. Yes, and I've been doing that ever since I was a child too, because I because of my not learning how to read and write, I got involved with a lot of things at school, like helping the Easter Seals swim and take them swimming lessons and give them wagon wheels after they're finished. Got involved with all the um, organization, just don't like just doing volunteering, just to you know to keep myself busy because I couldn't read and write. I'd rather use my my voice to help other people out, even though I was talking fast. But I had something in myself that I can help other people that are struggling. And I didn't want anyone to know that I was struggling. That's the problem. And then right. when I needed the help, it was hard. Right. And that's another big point I think to emphasize is this. I think that that happens to a lot of a lot of people, and and where we 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 want to help and we we do so much for other people, but sometimes we we neglect doing things for ourselves sometimes that we need to do. And I think that's a balance that we uh, we all have to make sure we pay attention to because you know it's so important to help other people and you get so much from that. But at the same point, we also do have to take care of ourselves and uh, make sure we're all okay too, instead of always just being there for everyone else but not for ourselves, right? So. And people, people, there's a lot of reasons people feel shame, but it is a common thing to feel when you have a disability like blindness or deafness or both. There is shame, not for everybody, I'm sure, but for a good portion of us at one time or another. So, well, I'm so happy that my dad had bought me an Orcam to listen to. I can do like due to this pandemic, I had people come and help me do my paperwork but because of two years no one came to my house and this this little um guys that it has helped me with my paperwork and i can't believe how much i can learn from this thing. and then doing door prizes helping me with you know name doing name tags and announcing a door prize name and it's just like it's my best friend and then i i finally use my cane and i use i call it um, they always say nancy why do you walk we're gonna go up my tequila i call my cane tequila <laughs> and and it's just funny because they all say, well, if it, if I fall down, my fault, my kid, my pain fall because my cane's drunk. Like you know, it just yeah. I have to learn to use these. Have to find a sense of humor and and stuff too. Yeah. Right? To <laughs> I had to make a joke out of it, or they'll say, what's wrong with that girl? And I go, no, it's not. It's just I'm 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 blind and deaf, and I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm standing at the corner of the street. That guy goes, do you want to help? I go, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. He goes, well, you missed ten lights. I go. Oh, okay, okay. I think I need help. <laughs> and that's the thing I, I, I think we should really mention here is this whole idea again about it's it is so important for us to to step out and do things independently, but it's it's also very important that we do ask for help and make sure we're ready for things because I think sometimes there is this this overall philosophy can be a little bit controlling where sometimes it's like oh I should just be able to do anything so I'm just going to do it. Whereas I don't know, I just think there are too many individual situations that we do have to realize that there's nothing wrong with asking for help. We don't always have to do everything on our own. Yeah, I feel sorry for my son because then he was going to school and I used him as my doctor, taking me to the doctor, taking me everywhere. And now he, he says, Mom, 
I'm moving out. I was so shocked because I lost that independent. I'm using him as my guide dog and traveling around the world with him, going to convention with him, and now he's gone. And I thought, no, I gotta, I gotta start showing myself. Like I don't need my children anymore. I can do it. I could do it. And I gave myself courage. And you know, I, I even got to go to um, Camp Bowen Society in Camp um, to see Alex, and we did a video shot. And I was so excited that I went alone. And oh my God, it's like. I didn't ask my children to help me. It just got to do it. Right? It really is a good feeling. I mean, I've, you know, I've lived on my own for quite a while and I, I do travel quite a bit on my own. And, you know, I, that took a lot of training and, and practice, though. It wasn't something that just came overnight. And that's why it is good to have a balance of both of getting help from people, but also building independence because you make a good point to where when when you have children around or people around to help, of course, you're going to you're going to use that. And it's, it's it's there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same point. Like you, like you've noticed the last couple of years, and it's difficult that they can't always be there, right? So eventually, you do have to find a way, or else, like you say, you end up stuck in your house, and nobody wants that either. I know, and then now when I cook, they're gone. I go. I used to make lots of food for my children. I love cooking. I love baking, and now they're gone. I go. Well, who's going to eat my food? And you know, like I can't cook for one person. <laughs> it is hard to cook. Uh, I live on my own, actually, Nancy. So for me, it is. I find it hard to cook just for one person because, yeah, it's so so much work to make a big meal, but then there's nobody else there to eat it. <laughs> so. Yeah, and Sherry, you probably cook by yourself too. And and like I go, I look into the recipe books. I go, one person, I, I don't mind eating the same food for three days, but not four or five days. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. <laughs> so, Nancy, what sort of tricks have you used in recent years to help you bake and cook as your site has um, sort of gotten worse? You know, I I. This, actually, someone just asked me that yesterday. They go, how do you measure? When my mom used to measure, she used her hand. One cup is one hand. <laughs> and then the Kimpa salt. And I started doing that lately. But lately, I've been using my OrCam camera, my OrCam, like my little gadget I have. Yeah, maybe we and should quickly then, tell people kind of, I think we've mentioned yeah. OrCam on the show before care, but maybe quickly well, yeah, what I, it is. Well, I, yeah, I, I tested one out back in November. Uh, they just sent it to me for a couple weeks. Yeah, it's as I say, it's a little device about the size of a, a, a tube of lipstick. And it, uh, you can clip it onto glasses or you can just wear it maybe, I think maybe there's a thing for your finger or depending on or we where- we can ask Nancy to tell us about well, it Well, we will. Depending on, I'm just saying I used it and I saw a bit of it. True, yeah, you have so used So depending it. on what you're using it for and where you need to angle it, but it, yeah, it takes pictures of things and then it'll read you, you know, signs or recipes as the case might be. So you got one, you said your father bought you them. You yeah, one? and my sister and I. Yeah, my sister and I are blind, and my dad mm-hmm. and, her, and her husband's blind too. So it helped us. Like we were trying to, my dad was trying to do research what would happen, how how we can help my his children, right? And we got this wonderful gift, but I really didn't really know what it was all about. So they they put me in a class and felt how I had to get up at seven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and because they're, she's from in. Um, Jerusalem yeah. and then it was really funny because I, I thought what, what am I going to do with this but you know what it's a blessing in the sky that I ever got this because I use this for everything when I do my baking my hand is free all I do is tap and it would tell me the whole recipe it would just it would just guide me what I need to do and like I said I, I, I love it it just um, even identified the person that's sitting, that's sitting beside me, but it doesn't do animals, but it does they say Kevin, my boyfriend's beside me, or Nathan, and they'll say he's old or young, and, <laughs> and they'll say the age, too, if they had to, but it, it's just unbelievable. It's one thing that everyone, like, I know it's expensive, but 
it does help me because it shows me that I, I can use something like I love, like I said, I love baking and cooking and without learning what's on the back of the recipe book, um, like say rice, how do you make rice? It will tell me step by step and, and then I'll stop this and I'll read it again. So it does really benefit me for, and hopefully one day that the price will go down that everyone else can get this. Yeah. So for anyone who is listening, if they're interested to look it up, it's ORCAM, O-R-C-A-M. Cap O R Cap C A M, um, so you can definitely look up the OrCam, and yeah, it is a really really neat device. And I also think Nancy, talking you're talking about those classes that you took from from Jerusalem, getting up so early on Monday mornings and stuff. <laughs> that right there shows your dedication that you you took the. You know, some people would just be like, ah, it's too much effort. I I'm I can't do this. I give up. But you you know you took that on, and now you can use it in your life, like you say, and it's so important to you. So yeah. And it really tells me the color that I'm wearing and it tells me the time, like just put my wrist up and say the time and the date. And I said, oh my God, like, you know, I do have other desert in the house, but this one, it, because I can travel with it and it's small and it gives me hand free and I'm not worried about, and it goes around my neck and I won't get to drop it. And I do click it onto my glasses. So there's a, a place at the top that will wire I just touch it there, and then when I want to take it off, I just put it on my my neck, and you can get red string, blue string, any color that you wear, you can change the color. And oh, yeah, all <laughs> kinds of accessories. I saw that. I yes. love it. <laughs> like, my sister gave it to me for my birthday. She goes, well, if I'm wearing pink, I'll wear, I'm not going to wear pink, but I'm going to bring the colors out that it's going to look nice. But it's, it's, <sighs> it's actually cute. It's, it's nice to have. Color coordinate. But I wish I would identify, you know, like, animals because I don't know I keep stepping on my cat he's 16 years old or my daughter's cat and, and it's really funny because then now she, she runs away and I go well I'm not near you <laughs> yeah it's, it's fun it's funny the things that are described whether it's by this little kind of gadget or on social media with their AI how they describe pictures and you know you get funny descriptions of people and, and dogs or cats sometimes make it into that but maybe maybe the orcam can't handle that well, it, 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 when I took it to my friend's house and I was house cleaning his house and he goes, I go, oh, can I borrow it for the day? I go, sure. But, and then it says, it said an old man. I'm sitting in front of an old man. I go, oh my God, an old man, he's so old. <laughs> and then and he, the, the guy next beside me was young and it said that he's yeah. got gray hair. And I go, like it was identifying what he was age. I go, imagine me on a bus, someone says that. I go, they'll probably hit me because it's so loud. <laughs> Can't always trust it. Yeah, it's the thing with these things. They, they, it is technology, so anything can go wrong too, unfortunately. But generally speaking, it sounds like the OrCam is a pretty accessible device that that works really well, which is probably also why you like it, right? Because it is small and really easy to use, and probably doesn't break down or anything too much. So, yeah. And I, like I said, I like to work out in my garden too. So I'm trying to figure out what kind of plants I put into my garden this year, and you know, it, it's really funny. And I go. But I want—I don't want purple, and I keep saying in another color, and I go, "Oh my God, I hope my garden doesn't look like it." <laughs> so I'm just going to stick with white and dusty rose, and then Canadian flag red and and white, so I can have that on my planter. So, so this summer I've got thing, a challenge in myself to do, you know, things. I hope with one day that we can all get everyone can come around and help me out. But it's like you know, slowly everything is opening. So, yeah. Yeah. How has COVID been for you? It's been a struggle. It, it, you know, my I love to be with my granddaughter, but you know, she's just only four months. Like oh. it's, it's, it's been hard. I want to, you know, go out and I need help. But like I said, I wanted to get help in other ways to get to these places so that I can get things done. It, 
I wish I'm, you know, I'm, I can't say because I'm a senior, but I wish I can have better mobility training that I can just get out of the house and walk to these places and I can do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's tough. And I think that's something that a lot of, a lot of blind people face is this, this feeling of kind of being trapped in a, to, to some degree where we don't always have as much independence as we'd like. And that's just something that we have to keep advocating for so that more independence is, is these skills are provided so that people can get out of their houses because it's getting better and better, but it's, you know, it's always a work in progress, I think. Yeah, because my, my dad lives in Victoria. My mom has passed away two years ago and it's been such a struggle because I want to get to my dad's house, but then I got to get on the ferry, I got to get on the bus. And I said, oh no. And then, you know, it, it puts me back like I want to be with my family too because I feel like I'm left out and now that I'm alone. I have a wonderful boyfriend and he had, he had three dogs and we just lost another dog on the weekend. My favorite, was, he's my bodyguard. He took me everywhere and, and I always tell everyone, oh, would, they, would you like to get a dog? I go, after seeing this, I so devastating because oh, you get attached yeah. to them very a lot and yeah. and then when they pass away it's like oh no I'm you know it's only been seven years and I was so attached to these three dogs that one it was her birthday yesterday and and I was so excited and I go we lost two dogs already within within two months and it's like oh no yeah I lost I lost two two pets a cat and a dog within a couple months in 2020 Within like three months, they died. Both died. It's so sad because you know. Yeah. Then they get. Would you like a dog? I go. Oh no! Yeah, right away. I, that's what people ask, and you're like, I'm still kind of trying to get over this, this last one, and yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, tough. it's sad, you know. And now I get saying, well, I want to have her as a pet. Like I know that my cat's only 16, but she only stays in the house. But it's different. But having a dog follows you and go outside and sit out in the sun, go blueberry picking with me, watch me, and and then his mouth is wide open because he knows daddy won't feed him, but I will, and. And he speaks with me, and I'm oh, like, yeah. did, oh he, my God. did he like blueberries? Oh, he loves blueberries. <laughs> He's one of those animals that just sits there and you know make sure I get in the house, and he jumps on me, sits there, lays and watch TV with me. And now I just Tyra's okay, but like I said, it's been it's been hard. It's been really hard. Yeah, I think you know everyone's had their own sort of different situations with it, but you know it's especially people with disabilities or like you say people that if you're a bit older and you have other, it's harder to get out and stuff. It made it even harder. And people, like you said, couldn't come into your home to help out as easily. And so it just creates all sorts of challenges for, in so many different ways. Well, like I travel around the world too. And, and having an animal, I'd be scared to take it to these countries because I go to Vietnam, Cambodia, India, Nepal, Hong Kong. And I go to these places and I feel, Oh no, I can't take my, and I, then I got to feel sorry. I got to leave somewhere for a month or so. Right. And, and then you know now using my cane shows that I'm 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 deaf and blind, but it just it just um, I'd like if I do I'd like to get everywhere. <laughs> hmm. It's just hard. Yeah. Yeah. It it's been I I yes actually today I have left Superstore working there for ten ten years and I kept telling myself oh my god what did I do for the last ten years <laughs> and you know not working no one would hire me because I was blind and I thought yeah because oh before God. you did right so before when you when you could see a bit more you you did work right you worked at the at the grocery store there like you were saying yeah the cashier and a health infection shop steward and I travel with my disability well, well I back then I was 
a denial, but I was traveling and, and helping other people out and it was wonderful. And then, but I was a hairdresser for 40 years, so I still cut hair and I'm still blind using my scissors, cutting my boyfriend's hair and I haven't cut his ears off. I still do his <laughs> eyebrows, cutting his mustache. And, you know, I, I'm really, really know what I'm doing and coloring my own hair, doing my makeup. So I do have that confidence, but then I decided I should try something different. I used to love working in the hotel, cleaning up. So I thought I'd clean up my friend's house. And, you know, and I thought, oh, this is fun. Like, do whatever I want. He's blind. I'm blind. He won't know what I'm making a mess, right? But it worked out that I got to try something, you know. But then the, the, with the COVID and everything else, it really put me back. And That's just it, right? Now, you start, you really start working towards things and then you kind of get set back with that. And it's like, ah. Yeah. So, so now I do, I work for the, for Camp Bowen. Society and yeah, we're yeah, definitely going to get we'll into talk that, about that in the second in the half, second half yeah. your, your new seniors group because that's a really exciting thing. Um, I think I think now we are going to go out to a break actually, Nancy, and then we'll okay. be we'll be back with the second half of today's show. But uh, for anyone who has been listening or has just tuned in, we are speaking today with Nancy Gill from Burnaby, British Columbia, here today on Outlook. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Outlook. Radio Western. And welcome back to the second half of Outlook today on this Monday morning, final Monday of April. Oh, yes. We are speaking with Nancy Gill, and uh, we were talking before the break about um, her love of gardening and cooking and some struggles with her deaf blindness. And in this half, we do want to talk about something exciting she's got going on now, but there is so much we can talk about. Yeah, there's so many things. I thought maybe we should quickly talk about meeting Nancy. So, yeah. so Nancy, I believe I'm, we met you for the first time in, in 2019 at the convention when it was uh, near where you are in Burnaby. Yes, that's true. That's right, yeah. right? You weren't, you weren't at the convention the year before, were you in Victoria? I was in Victoria and that's was when she at I that met Carrie. I couldn't remember if you were at that I convention so. or not. Yeah, <laughs> Again, there's been so much going on the last few years. We've met so many great new people and everything. I couldn't remember if you'd been at that first one, so sorry about that, but that's... Yeah, no, I... But yeah, that's Canadian Federation of the Blind Conference, yeah. That's right, Wonderful. yes, for the Canadian Federation of the Blind. So the, I guess the, what I was meaning to kind of get say was the first time I really got to know you, Nancy, and you, I'm sure you remember this, was at that convention in 2019 at the, uh, at the auction. It was my first time being an auctioneer. I was asked to, to volunteer to help out, and I was pretty nervous. That's hilarious. It's, it's not something I've ever really thought about. But Nancy, I remember you were up with me too, and you were so eager to, to help out and do what you could to help out as well with the auction. And I just remember that being a lot of energy, and it was a, it was a really interesting, uh, fun time. So, Well, to get everything organized and getting auction stuff for the, for the auction and speaking louder, didn't have to use a microphone because my voice is loud. Yeah, I didn't you have know, a microphone and, either, so I had to... And telling how much bidding prices and everything and it was wonderful because I you know we could do there's amazing things that we can do you know by touching and things and saying you know the prices and you know going going once going twice and you know that like you know try to put things together it's amazing what we can do and you know we're all deaf and blind and we had fun that night it was great yeah and I remember your your voice specifically at that year convention when you I remember um, somebody got sick. Do you remember that? And you yes. were right in there saying, "Oh, well, he, take her here. It's this is the nearest place. They're great here." You were on top of it. 
Yeah, I took her down to the, my doctor, and he got her in right away, and oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, because you were right near your home home turf there, and the, where you you knew a lot of people yeah. around there, and, and uh, I know you had, I think, was it the gover- governor from, from around there that the, you had come to the convention? The premier, yeah. The premier, yeah. Yeah, Peter Ch- Peter Julian came in, and he was talking about... Well, no, not the premier, but- sorry. Uh, yeah, an MP. <laughs> MP. So it shows how great we are with politics yeah, here. Yeah, on we're not running yeah. from politics soon. Yeah, no, it's 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 amazing, you know, with these convention how and then plus I was doing door prizes too and getting that organized and running around doing fifty fifty draws and then we had a big basket of, you know, to don uh, to offer donate. You know, it was wonderful and, and going out and getting all these stuff was amazing because they when they say I'm doing it for your for our, our charity, right? And it just helps us out because you know that helps you know. I like to go to convention and get a door prize, but because I'm doing the door prize, I never I feel guilty. So <laughs> I just yeah. make sure that they everyone gets a gift, right? Well, I think I you deserve some sort of a for a prize for all the for all the work that you do because it's just it's it's so great and such a great energy. And I also want to quick mention for our listeners that. Um, Carrie and Nancy actually worked together on a great article for The Blind Canadian, which is the flagship publication of the Canadian Federation of the Blind, which you can find on the CFB website, cfb.ca. It's called Nancy's Traveling Voice in Her Own Words. And I just think that's a really great piece that outlines your passion and and how how happy it makes you to, to help out with the door prizes and just really good summary of all the work that you've done throughout your life, volunteering and helping out and the jobs that you did have and all this stuff is included in the article, so... Definitely worth checking out. Thank you. And thank you, Carrie, for writing the article because everyone has said what a wonderful article it is. And, you know, the true the true identity of Nancy Gill has come out, you know. <laughs> I've always was embarrassed, but you know what? It, it's time to let people know what I'm all about because, you know, I have two... I have, wonderful sisters that were models and I wasn't that kind of model person and now I, I want to show everyone I have... I have a, a skill. I got something I can help people with, and right? It really is the big a big thing in life. I think that everyone wants some sort of purpose, right? Everyone wants to be d- doing something or feel like they have some place or somewhere that they fit in or something that they can contribute. And at least, or at least, I hope that's what a, the way a lot of people feel. And and so I think sometimes that with disabilities and blindness, and then in your case also being deaf, something that you know Carrie and I we want to talk about more in the show, but neither of us have had to deal with. Um, as of yet anyway, but you never know in life what can happen. So it's just, I think a lot of times, you know, we can be sheltered and we sometimes miss out on a lot of experiences and, and, and things and, and all working together with these, these groups and the seniors group that you'll get into here in a minute. Um, and just in the Canadian Federation of the Blind and these conventions, it really does allow us to start to find our role and what, and to really reveal our identities because there's no, you know, it's tough to, to come out with this stuff, but there really shouldn't be shame around it, and we need to change that. So, Amen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Peter Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I can't wait for this convention that's happening in May May sixth, seventh, and eighth, in in um, on Zoom, and it's gonna you know like they'll get to do the door prize. We got we have um, our tri- uh, trivia night on third. Uh, Friday. Friday night, so yeah, Mason. Everyone's welcome to come and come and join. That are that yeah. So we're Friday. having we are we're having another a convention this year. It's it's a bit smaller, I think. It's it is a virtual one. Uh, we yeah. last year, Carrie and I were on the planning committee. We weren't didn't really have time this year to to, to help out on the committee, unfortunately. But um, yeah. So that just for our listeners to know that as well, if you go to cfb.ca, you can learn about that, and that's coming up uh, here in a couple of weeks now, I guess. Yeah. So. 
and I'm getting ready for that door prize. And, oh, wow. So excited because, you know, it gives me courage that I can do something and help everyone out and everyone gets a prize and, you know, and we have a nice chat at the end and we get to hear from everyone. And we only do this once a year, but, and then there's a national federation, but we can't go this year, but it's just getting on the phone, listening, learning all new technologies and things out there for us that we never knew we had, right? Exactly. So we'll talk about your seniors group now because I am curious to hear a bit more about it. It's called Blind and Deafblind Seniors National Roundtables, right? Yes, it is. And I I met Elizabeth way back 15 years ago. And like I said, I never knew what the Canadian Federation of the Blind was all about. And I thought I was, like like I said, I was embarrassed about showing my cane. And I felt like I was the only blind person out here. And I wanted to get involved. And I got myself involved with my own app that I put on and I only asked for 50 people but 100 came up and then that went down and like you know I still try to fundraise money to go to Louisiana and I went so far and that didn't work out so I was talking to someone that I wanted to do something for Canadian from from my hometown and and then I heard that there was a um they I did parenting group with the um Canadian Federation of the Blind last year. Yeah, there was a great parenting, parenting panel. Me out with. Yeah, and convention. I thought I can do something for them for our for for BC, right? But right. Then, so, so this thing kind of sprung from your participation doing that panel last year, did it? Yeah, yeah. So, and I thought I can do that, and then someone said, "What about?" And I, I do get involved with my seniors group at Burnaby Neighborhood House, and it was so it was weird because there was only two blind person, but they don't you know help other blind people. So I thought well, maybe a seniors group would be better. And that's how I, um, Alex approached if I wanted to do a seniors for help the seniors that are blind and, and deaf. And I said, I love it. And I thought this would be great because I love to get involved. And I go to my seniors group here in Burnaby and I like to share information what I got taught to show our seniors what it's all and about. Yeah, I think- and yeah, I think both are great, right? You have the the one in your area where you can sort of educate some people that aren't blind and, and get out in the in the actual local seniors group in your area. But then, like you say, there aren't this, as many blind people and stuff like that. So it's great to have no. this this other option where you can actually connect with with people that go through some similar things that you might go through, and that you could you know talk about these these uh, other issues that affect you based on the blindness and and, and that kind of stuff for and, for seniors. And the thing is, I get to listen to people with, like like today. I listened to you guys last for the last year now and, and probably more and, and I pick up from a, what you guys are tips and tricks and, and then I share it with my seniors and I get lots of people come to my guest speakers like I'll get you know there's always something to learn about traveling alone or companion traveling I got um, blind sports came in and talked about you know but blind sports and then you know or the chocolate fat, um, pretty chocolate I'd love to get them to come on but just talking about things that they can share to us that we can learn from each other and then talk to our, our seniors that how they struggle and what we can help each other out with so it really gives us an opportunity to help each other out and learn from each other and then like I said we have someone from Nova Scotia we have someone from a lot from Victoria and other places in Burnaby and and it's nice to get out to get other people involved and, and if anyone would like to come and join we have a good opportunity to um carrie would give us the numbers and i got the phone number and the, and you guys can or welcome everyone's welcome to come on and help each other out 
Yeah, so yeah. This, is, this is put on by the Canadian Organization of the Blind and Deafblind through their Pacific Training Center division. And we're going to talk to some people from... Oh, there's so much going on there, Nancy, out west with, with all those everyone out there, and I'm sure you know all about it. Um, and we're going to have Alex and, and some people from out west on and at some point on a future show to talk more about these organizations because they are amazing, but it's really great that they uh, found a spot for you to help out with, with and set up your seniors group there. And if people do want to find out more info, they can also go to COBD, that's for the Canadian Organization, Organization of the Blind and Deafblind, cobd.ca. They can find more info in the Our Program se- section. Yeah, we do have the Canadian Federation of um, the one in Victoria. Um, it's uh, Canadian Institution. Can you say it out? It's, it's uh, one with the um, Pacific Training Center with Elizabeth, and you know it yeah. helps me out. And it's so nice that we can all get work together and, you know, to build a community. And it's in Bowen Island, and I love it. It just, it's, it's fun because, you know, give me something to do and I can research at home. I don't have to go knocking on doors. I can talk to these people and, and tell them that, would you like to be my guest speaker? And, you know, how many people are in my group? And I love it. And I did get Peter Jillian come on last week, and it was so nice to hear what we have offered for the seniors that are disability and what's out there and what what they can do to help us, right? Because we need to know things too, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, it's great. It's all about sharing information and, and uh, sharing t- trips. Uh, geez, mixing Tips up my words. Tips, <laughs> Tips and tricks. Wow. Uh, and, you know, like you said, age is like from 55 and seniors and up and, you know, deaf, blind and low vision. And, you know, it just, it, we're out there to help each other out. And we're not alone. And, you know, I know I struggle, but I'm so honored to be be with you guys and having Canadian Federation and the Blind and all the organizations that are helping me now because it's time to reach out. And this is what I'm doing now to to get more tips and everyone can share and they can come to my seniors group and talk about what we have to offer. And and I'm proud of myself. And I've, I've never been like that before. And I've, you know, I got my hair all done and all this and that. And I go, now I'm 61. I'm going to live to be 100. <laughs> and I'm not going to let this blindness get to me. And that's that's great, right? Stay, try to stay as optimistic as you can and, and really just do what you can do and keep working at it. And that's just also great. So, yeah, this the seniors group there, they are taking... Um, they do have a new intake open right now. So pe- people can uh, reach out, like I said, through the website, cobd.ca. There's a way to contact through there. Um, or you can also call. And I don't know, sometimes giving numbers out on the air might be a little bit interesting for people, I, but some, I, some I, people I, might I, like it. because. When I was working at Superstore, I remember lots of code. So instead yeah. of learning how to read and write, I got to know numbers. So Alec gave me this number yesterday, and I can announce it. And then I got I I, I used people's birth date or anniversary, and then you know codes of uh, addresses. So now I can say it's just only read it once, and I it's in my brain. So I, if it's okay, if I can read the number, go for I'll, it. Be, go for it. Okay, it's one eight zero zero two six four. Two six three, uh, uh, two three. Sorry, two three. So those numbers are my boyfriend's birthday and my son's birthday. So yeah, I, I love that. Remember numbers. <laughs> I love that. I have tips for remembering numbers as well. Um, and like you say, it's like you think about birth dates or things like that. So yeah, you you got it there. So yeah, one eight hundred two six four two six two three, which is actually one eight hundred two six four C O B D. There you go. So there yes, go. people can definitely call that up. It's extension 103 extension once you call. Um, but 103. Right. Yeah, that's the extension. And then it's, Je- it's Jessica, but to say Nancy Gill, and then this way, um, 
hopefully one day I'll have my own line. But yeah, <laughs> it just it just everyone is welcome. Please come come on board and share and help us help everyone what there's out there for us. And like I said, even uh, like now that I'm a grandmother, I want how to how does everyone learn how to like being a grandmother? Like what I can do differently that I can. <laughs> Did, well, now I, you only have your own children. Now they're all married. Well, not my daughter's married, but it's just I. I'd like to get you know learn something now. Like you know, I don't know how to say it, but so much. There's so much out there, and there's so much you can do, and you know, there's always something new, and always something new to learn, and. Um, but yeah, so that's a lot of information for, for our listeners out there. We'll, we'll include all this uh, info in this about the seniors group and how to reach out in the podcast notes, but you can also always go to cobd.ca to, to learn more about that. And how often do you do the uh, seniors roundtables, Nancy? I do it um, every second, every twice a week, twice a month, sorry. Twice a every month. Thursday from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock. So it's every two weeks, every, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's fun and it's only and what we do we get to I introduce them we do the land and knowledge and then we do we ask how their week was and then and then we you know ask I might take a pick like say oh if we have a guest speaker talking about colors I'll say oh the two colors what are the hard colors that you can't identify and then we have a guest speaker that talks about it too right and then I'll, we'll, then we'll talk he just the guest speaker will come on and talk for 20 minutes and we have questions and then I tell him what's happening for the next week because or the next time so every two weeks and it's fun because this way people love and they love it and I want to continue doing it because it's helping each other out like I said and and every every guest speaker is different and so you know I to do with blindness and you know now I want to learn how to do my vitamins and what should I take and health wellness too because sometimes I'm taking all these vitamins and are they worth it or are they helping me you know yeah we don't know so like yeah, but yeah, ho- hopefully you're building a community with your seniors group where you guys almost start to feel like family almost, or and then you can yeah. sort of lean on each other for even stuff like this. That um, you know everybody oh. will face stuff like this as yeah, as, as, you, as we all get older, it happens to everyone. So yeah, and then plus with our senior, we share each other's recipes, and you know, like we're all in the same boat. Like, how do you what you know, what's an easy way to do it? Not you know, drag it on, and, and you know, I like twenty minute cooking, and that's it, and baking, and. And, and it's nice to share beverage and drinks and you know and then we have a big roundup and we have we have um, Sky came on and um, for Christmas and he played his piano we had a yep. trivia question nice. and it was fun because we do have fun you know time too and yep. and chat so it makes it feel that you know it's, we want to make it interesting you, you know? got you got to mix this is what we do with this show you got to mix you know some light humorous topics and subjects with some serious stuff that's important to talk about yeah that's how you do. Got to have a bit yeah. of both, for sure. So I think the studio might be caving in on us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was hearing some banging in here. I don't know what was going know what on. They're but, doing. Uh, <laughs> but it's also an Arctic in here. It's pretty cold. Yeah, it's nice and cool here here today in the studio. But uh, so what like do you got, said, what do you got going on this week, Nancy? Is it's not a, well, it's not a parent? Is it a senior group week or not? Um, no, but I'm I do get myself involved. Like I try to phone people to see if they can come to my group, and you know, yeah. like the days that are available. I'm I'm now focusing on my garden this week, and like I said, I I tried to like the weather hadn't been we had good weather for the last two days, but now it started to rain, yeah. and it just it's a it's it's like I try to do things slowly, and then when I do ask people to help me out, I go, oh, could you take me shopping? And I thought now I got the seniors involved, so starting in May. 
they're going to take me shopping. The shopping buddies will take me out to the mall or something, and I'll go meet with my friends for coffee and then go shopping and come home. But like I said, I, I keep myself busy at home, and there's lots of cleaning to do, and <laughs> there's always something. I, I, yeah. I, I start a hobby, a project, and does it get done? No. And now that I'm alone, I go, no one comes to the house because of COVID, and, and it's time to, to, to get rid of stuff and downsize and, you know. But that's but that's I do great. want to get myself traveling. I still want oh, to get yeah. out there and travel. Right. Do you have any plans at the moment? Well, I'm going to Hawaii. My boyfriend oh. is taking me there. Or, well, <laughs> Carrie sounds jealous over there. So jealous. I, know. <laughs> I want I to go too, to Mexico to my girlfriend's wedding, but like I said, uh. it, it, it's in the summertime, and I like to be, I, I don't mind going in the summertime, but I, I feel like I don't want to ruin their wedding because I'm being blind. I don't want them to be obligated to watch me and everything else. I want, it's their, it's their wedding <sighs> day, so I, I decided to go after their wedding, and then just so I can spend time with them. And right. That, Sometimes know. at a wedding, some the couples pretty run off their feet and, and distracted. Obviously, yeah. There's so much going on. Sometimes it is nicer yeah, to have a little more personal visit. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not like that. Yeah. Like I said, it's just like me going to my daughter's house. Oh, mom, can, why do you have to come over today? I go because you live here. You live in, you know. But I just say, you know, I want to see the baby, but they're sick, and she got her first tooth come out. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, okay, I'll make another day. And you know, and I can't get mad over it because you know it is, you know. It's a new generation of life now. Like, you know, they're parents now. And I used to be like that. And, and then, like I said, uh, you know, if it was my wedding, I liked it all of me, not dragging Nancy Gill around. And I said, you know, <laughs> I could sit in the corner watching people, not listening to people, but I'd rather get involved too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I love that about the gardening. It is spring, obviously. Everybody's excited. The weather's cr- slowly days are sort of hit and miss but it's starting to get better and I think in May here things are going to get uh, once we hit May well I used to do baking for um, the, I don't know how do you say Skid Road it used to be for the poor people and down yeah, at the park in Vancouver so I used to make 50 muffins a day uh, every Thursday and give it to the poor people and I started getting more and more but due to the COVID it put me back and, and then and I, like I could have 50 muffins a month, but then like I said, it did, like, I love to bake and help other people that I can. And so that's like, I like to volunteer and help people. And it's been a really pleasure to be with people and it gives me courage that I can help others and help. So, so what about gardening? What is it about gardening that you love? Oh, I did. It, it, I just have a patio. Just the flowers and the smell because I, I, I love the smell of hyacinths and it just, Oh wow! I like to go out and talk to them. It, I know my mom's gone to heaven, and my sister. And I thought, you know, this is a great time to talk to my plant. And they, everyone to come out and say, "Oh, you guys have beautiful plants!" And I go, "Thank you." And and I go, like I go, "Oh, it's, I do this every year. I, on my birthday, I get money, and I, that goes right outside to my my patio flowers. And it just it to smell and being outside and listening to someone cut the grass and like right now someone's doing something out there. And and it, it's like I'm on a Apartment, but it's just, me. Yeah, so it, it just nice. feels good to be out, probably outside and in nature like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and you got a fence there, so no one can, you know, they all look and see how I'm doing. And and it, and you know, and I do get support help, like people help me with, you know, with the food and everything else. And my girlfriend always brings me pastry, so I'm on the main floor. And I don't want to come down up and down the elevator, and, and it gives me opportunity that oh my god, we did, you know, it's sharing our food with each other and. Then they look at my garden, and, and it's good up until December, or I see November. And, you know, I, I maintain it. I go outside every day at 6 o'clock in the morning just to water my plants, and I do a little bit of exercise, you know, especially with this COVID. Like, I'm trying to go, I'm, I'm trying to lose my weight, but it's just off and on, but 
Oh, yeah, the COVID weight that a lot of people put on. Yeah. Yeah. It's tougher for a lot of people. <laughs> and the baking that I've been doing, and I got to stop doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you now. bake all, all this food now, and there's no, you can't give it to as many people, unfortunately. <laughs> well, somebody's got to eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my cat can't eat it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, don't don't feed it to the cat. Probably good. I'm not closer and, then. I, and if we had a, if we had an auction, I would have gave it to my auction. And, true. If we could do an in person event, yeah, sure. it's one thing. Yeah, doing sending that stuff through the mail could be a little bit of a challenge. But yeah, well, you guys got to send me the pretty chocolates that were in Braille. <laughs> That's true. Those do come through the mail, so it's uh, yeah. No, it, it being outside is nice because this way, I'm, like I said, I've been in the in my house like four walls, and it just it. I've, ever since I had my la- my stroke, I, I feel like I'm I'm suffocating, and I need to be out, and I need to be with people. But mm-hmm. having me sit home, it's not helping me. So being outside, it just fresher and spending time outside, it helps me, right? I can smell, and at least I can smell and taste, but I might not can hear and see. Yeah, right? we stuff other other senses to 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 use, and sometimes we don't even we don't think about those senses enough, right? How how much we can we can take in from from smell and but Tasting. I bet there'll be some nice scents in Hawaii on the scents oh, on the yeah. air and the and walking in the sand and oh I just I can't wait but it's so far away but it's it's it's, it's coming it's coming it'll be there before you know it well it's good like. it's good to have things to look forward to in life I find yeah yeah and just getting on the plane and saying bye Vancouver I'm going to the sun in in October right <laughs> my boyfriend's birthday he's gonna be sixty two and I thought this will be a great thing for us to. You know, and being with his family, and you know, I've got loving family too, and and it just gives us a chance. Like I know Christmas comes around, like you know, it's like sitting home by yourself, and everyone has their. You know, I just want to get out and do things. But like you said, it just, just I wish just COVID would open up for everyone that we can start being with families and. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's and been you quite know, having a couple of years. Yeah, and, and, and I liked it. I bought some lights this year, last year, for decorating, and I thought, well, when do I get to take it out of the box? Is anyone can help me? And, you know, like, they, I buy all this stuff, but where, what, how can I get this, you know? Where are those handymen that can help us? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wish I could learn how to, like, I asked someone to help me take the screen door off, and I didn't know what a, a screwdriver was. So I go, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a, uh, I, I only know how to bake it. I only know how to clean, but I don't know. I said, maybe I should learn how to use all these new things. Oh, they're not new. I know how to use a hammer and a nail, but... Yeah, we, we, I'm not the best with we, that stuff either. We <laughs> wish we could do it. We could know everything and be able, to, like you say, about independence. But I think to not lean on other people for things that you wish you could maybe learn yourself. But we can't learn everything. Well, yeah, I know how to take the screen door and, off, but I just didn't know that time. And then he used that, and I go, "Oh my god, is that what you?" I I probably I think, have that around the house. But like I said, <laughs> if you explain it to me what it looks like, I can go run around looking for it. But it's just like, you know. I do wood shop and like I can do you know I love baking I like you know sewing and you know things like that and if I can only mend stuff like okay I'm, I'm a woman <laughs> but like I said it doesn't hurt to learn things right so I much. want electric drill how's that and I can drill things in my wall <laughs> to hang a picture up there you go <laughs> even like you say like little even simpler things like that it would be nice to le- learn how to do and it's something I should I've been meaning to learn one day myself because it's just those little skills. But, you know, we also have to remember that even sometimes I think people look at it's like, oh, we're blind. We don't know these things. But there's a lot of sighted people who don't know all these different skills either. You know, it's sometimes I think it doesn't, you know, not everyone's going to learn everything because there's just so much out there you could learn. So, well, the guest speaker that you had last week and she was wonderful because when I do cooking, 
I, I, I don't think of my sharp knife. I just, you know, because I'm so used to cutting onions, carrots, and, you know, I worked with at the senior support group in, in Burnaby making, you know, food and those things that, no, oh, watch your knife, watch your knife. I go, you know, I've never cut my hand before. I When I cut my boyfriend's ear, like doing the hair scissors, I never cut his ears off or his mm-hmm. eyes. You know, it's just like you, your your hand knows where to go. Yeah, you do right? it by, t- by feel a lot, most of it anyway. And you, like you say, you. Yeah, and, and being a cashier all my life, I knew where the numbers were. And, you know, I might not know how to read, but I sure know how to use numbers. But why can't I do Braille? Why can't I, you know, it's like, why this? But, you know, it's, it's learning things, you know, it doesn't take as long to learn things and like I said it, you got it, 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 how do you say it? it's like a hard way to learning but it gets easier and easier every day like when my son went away for a year to Calgary I, the TV wasn't working and I go mm-hmm. oh my god I screwed up the TV I, I'm sitting there for three months not watching TV he said mom don't touch the TV you're going to break it and I go listen it's got to be an easy TV so I just called Telus and now if it falls apart I know how to fix it and just wiggle it up and it goes back on so there you go yeah and that's <laughs> just it we gotta you do gotta step it up because like you say a lot of times some people will say like oh don't touch that you're going to break it or this or that instead of but then you're like Come on, like I'm I'm 60 years old. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch my TV. This is ridiculous. It's sitting here. I want to watch TV or listen to TV or whatever whatever it may be. So, yeah, it's just there's, there's something I want to tell you. When I took my son to um, to the last convention in Florida, um, the the security asked my son, "Oh, don't forget to take your wife." <laughs> and I said, "My Nathan goes, my wife. That's my mom, right?" Yeah. And then I thought, "Oh my God!" I, I think he got embarrassed because he, now now that he doesn't travel with me anymore. But then it was really funny because when we got to the restaurant, they, they said, "Oh, you're getting your wife to pay for the meal." And Nathan goes, "She's my mother. She's blind." Yeah, people. <laughs> goes, people. Oh my God! Like, oh my God, Nathan! I don't think you want to hang around with me anymore because people I should really stop. I, I look young for my age or what? <laughs> people should probably stop assuming who someone is to someone else and and just call, using those. Titles. Carrie and I actually had a funny travel experience a long time ago with our. We were actually traveling with our our dad and our other sister Kim, and they kept mistaking our sister Kim for our mom, and it was really weird. <laughs> yeah, we, anyway. we went to the last trip we did together. We went to Victoria on the um, and we took the bus home, and the lady goes, "Oh, would you like your wife to sit down?" And and she he goes, and I go, "Your wife?" He goes, "Oh," and she goes, "No, she's my mom." Oh, you must get used to that. He goes, "Yeah, I'm. I've been doing this. All, it's happened all the time to me." And I go, "At least my son realizes that he's my. He's not my. I can't say he's not my dog, but he, he's just my son. He, he, I can't guide my dog around, but I, my son." He, he grabbed my arm. He walked with. I got the cane in my hand. And it's like Nathan. You walk too fast. You gotta let them know that you know I'm. You're my assistant, right? Uh, Brian. Brian's <laughs> right. People should just not assume out in public who someone is. Yeah, <laughs> but now he's used good. to it, right? Well, well yeah, sure. but still. And again, you have to have a sense of humor about you these do. things. Because <laughs> if you get too worked up or get to take things. T- to heart too much then it it just can get exhausting and you it's not good to be angry all the time either so it's it's that right. balance and then you of, got a daughter then you got a daughter who goes oh i forgot you're blind mom but my son grew up with it because i had because she's a little bit older where she's like 11 years of difference right yeah. but having a child i go to he takes me to my daughter to my i yeah i i, I cry because i i took him out of his school and he never had friends because he always had to look after mommy and tra- yeah. i traveled with him i did everything for him but like i said it was time to say goodbye and when he left that day on my at the convention in the national convention I said Nathan what are you doing he goes I'm moving out I go you're giving me such short notice I go oh it was just devastating because I lost my independence I lost him taking me around and you know it's like wow 
Well, you're getting you're getting but it you're, back. You're getting it back, and you're you're working on it. Cause that's that's what that's yeah. the important thing, Nancy. That you are really you know stepping it and up and and, and working training, on it. Guilt training and learning how to use it. And you know, I know how to use my mouth, but it's just using the cane and <laughs> using it as a going. Like I got to learn how to walk across the street, but. We got lots of construction work here. Yeah, that doesn't it's, help. It's, it's scary. I was leaving the station the other day here, actually, from my music show, and they're, I think they were d- d- digging a deep hole in some spot out there because there was all this loud equipment. I was like, oh, no, what do I do? So it it happens to all of us, right? Where <laughs> Don't fall into that hole. Where you're running into uh, yeah. certain situations. So you got <laughs> got to be careful out there and use the cane. But uh, for anyone who has been listening today, uh, we're speaking with Nancy Gill from Burnaby, British Columbia. She leads the blind... Deaf Blind Seniors National Roundtables put on through the Organization of the Blind and Deaf Blind Pacific Training Center Division every second Thursday of the month. You can find out more info on those at cobd.ca. And I think we're just about to wrap things up here. It's been so much fun. I'd like to say thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure to be spoken to two celebrities and Aww. I can't wait to see hear from you guys for our Canadian Federation's our conference. Yep, we're looking and, forward to it. Yeah, and we'd yeah, love to speak at your seniors you guys group are doing sometime. A wonderful job. That would be a lot of Thank fun. You. Well, and thanks again, Nancy, and happy uh, volunteer week. Yeah, thank you. you Thank you. Thank you very much. And hope one day you guys can come to my seniors group and 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 we can do this again. Right. We'd love to. We'd love to have you back Keep on the show. Keep up the good work. Too. I really appreciate everything you've done, and this is inspiring everyone. And you know, I wish I was like you guys. In with, well, you're amazing. You guys are both amazing. You're you're amazing too, Nancy. Don't uh, don't don't undersell yourself here. Yeah. So. But uh, happy volunteer week to all of the listeners who have ever volunteered or are currently doing so. Thank you for what you do, and thanks, Nancy. All right, and we will be back. Next week, if I can get my outro to play, here we go. All right. Yes, we'll be back with people from a podcast, right? Yes, next week, big podcast appearance. So we'll see you then. Send us an email. Outlook on Radio Western at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Outlook CFB. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western. 